You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Oh yeah, about that time. Daddy edition. Oh yeah, congratulations. Officially on the air. No, much appreciated, much appreciated. Um, yeah, they call me Young Daddy, uh, Young Daddy to God, a.k.a. Young Zaddy, um, a.k.a. Young Quarantine Lean. <laughs> call, this, call, call, this, call this the mask edition. Yes, sir. The, the, the mask, no Jim Carrey, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we're in here, you know, super quarantined up. Got some uh, super bad... Uh, super bad ink pre-rolls, the sexy packaging, uh, the matte black. I like it. You know, like, like, this is about to be fantastic. This is, you know, we back like we left something, Los. He's got the super bad mask, too. Right? <laughs> got, got, everyone's got to get the masks now. Got yeah, the super we, bad mask. How much, those, how much do they re- retail for, Los, the, the, the mask? 16? 25. Yo, everybody got to get those uh, those super bad masks. And is everybody is everybody dialing into that number? I just got to have one person merge and dial in. So give him the number, and tell him to give us a little call. And then we got you got your boy pack brought into the situation. Oh yeah, so he's gonna merge your boys in. And let's uh, do a little quick pre uh, recap, a little cappy of who we have jumping on the line. Yeah, we got um, we got the whole uh, uh, candid boss talk team, and uh, the Ebony Squad. My man Evan, right here. I'm about to go uh, on the Zoom skis over there. I'm about to go the uh, the full grid view. So what's, what's up, what's my man, brother? All right. Yeah. What's up? What's up? I'm merge y'all right now. Perfect. Got Evan. I got I got I got Tammy Pettigrew, the cannabis cutie, and I got um. I also have my man Jose. Jose jumping on too. Yeah, Jose's on right. Yep. Now. I'm all, right, here. all right. Perfect. Let me let me change the view over here so we have the the grid view. But uh, yeah, I got the whole. Oh, my my face is not gonna come up. Oh, it's no. all right. We're also we're okay. mainly a radio station too, so we're getting you on the air. <laughs> as as long as as long as Tammy can be seen, that's that's all that matters because it equals out. Yeah. <laughs> and now does Zoom actually like when you do a Zoom conversation, does it record it also though? So you can actually record the video of the whole entire thing and take a look at it afterwards. So that's tight. And then we got our other other participant. And you said her name is Tammy? red one hey tammy hi how are you doing i'm doing well thank you for joining us here on uh, super bad inc presents coffee pot and uh, always looking forward to uh, people we have coming in from the cannabis from the cannabis industry nice to uh nice to meet you why don't we start with you uh telling everybody a little bit about yourself and uh why you got into the cannabis industry Um, So I am, my name is Tammy and I go by the Cannabis Cutie and what I do in the industry is 
Um, I'm really passionate about pushing for proper education in a way that is easy to understand. So I like to feel that I am a bridge between the science um, and the layman, and I actually am uh, bringing out some courses this week. My first course drops, which is just Cannabis 101, and it's a very simple way of understanding cannabis science, history, um, and laws. And um, I also am an advocate on Instagram. This is where I do a lot of the talking. Um, my blog is also going to be released tomorrow. So this week is just a very big week of things happening. Um, and I've also educated for Women Grow and now helping um, Rico get this Ebony event together. Uh, so that's kind of what I do. And then why I do what I do is I um, was always told one thing about cannabis and my experience didn't quite match what I was taught. Um, so I was always advocating um, for about over 10 years until I um, began to learn to do it legitly. I went to grad school to get my MBA with the intention on in entering the cannabis industry. So now you here were, I am today. You were saying blog that you're announcing or just putting out and stuff. Why don't we give everybody a little bit of information about that? Yeah. Um, so you can go to my website, um, www.thecannabiscutie.com. Um, and you click on the courses tab, it will then take you to my landing page, which will be live this Thursday. Um, and then you'll be able to purchase the course. And it'll be about a six week course, um, still filming um, all of the content right now, but really excited to, my team has been working really hard to get it going. Uh, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I got the whole squad. Whole squad is down. Uh, Tammy is the co-host. She's co-hosting with me, and um, we've been like what uh, two years now, Tammy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, two years. It's our first time working together, so so yeah. super excited to have her on board. Um, Evan is uh, um, Evan is is my partner on the project, uh, the point guard, the one that keeps my crazy ass like uh, uh, in check, like crosses my T's and dots my eyes. I leave a lot of uh, lead a lot of lead a lot of mess, but in that mess, there's a lot of opportunity, and we always get down. Um, Jose, um, uh, who is on the audio as well, he's the brains behind the operation. So um, I think he might have actually dropped. Oh, did he drop? Yeah, he probably got another deal to sign. You know what I'm saying? You say like, something like that. I think so. You had to go take another call real quick. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah, he is. Yeah, a, you know, that is, that is uh, what Variety Media is all about. And um, so with Canagather, Canagather is like a bunch of fluff, right? Um, people pay me to, you know, they pay us for me to interview them. And um, I can't really like get down and, and be honest with anything that we're doing. Uh, Candid Boss Talk, it came into fruition. I had the uh, game plan with Carlos back in, what was it, like uh, November or some shit like that? I said, I want to do three different lanes. For, uh, I want to do something health and wellness. I want to do something straight lifestyle. That's what we do right here. And then I want to do something straight, uh, um, uh, uh, some straight professionals in the game, but it's real talk, like a real boss talk. And uh, that's what we came up with. And uh, we had some real heavy hitting uh, just interviews with people, just keeping it real. Uh, some of the uh, real motherfuckers. Again, we had um, uh, Bruce Margolin on there. We went to Bruce Margolin's house in Beverly Hills. Got fucked up. Dude, I don't even remember that that interview. I don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> like, at all. And, uh, um, yeah, but everybody was like, yo, that shit was so dope. 
We have Bruce Margolin's place in Beverly Hills. It's like they're all fucking night. Um, we have my boy uh, Ryan Matthews. He is a, uh, a veteran. He owns a CBD company, and um, he did it. Uh, we did our, our TED talk together. Um, we uh, who are some other uh, like big names we've done. Uh, um, uh, and my boy Josh. Josh is coming up on. Uh, Josh is more of an underground. He's like kind of iffy about coming out of the the, the underground. That this new like legal shit ain't for him, <laughs> but he's he's fucking killing it though. He's 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 killing it. He's, he's um he's the one who got me in here. Um, we're gonna have Virgil Grant and this whole Ebony thing, man. Is it's just like gateway for us to like get even bigger, bigger, bigger uh, names down with us. Um, and the whole thing about candid boss talk, man. We connect the the trap house to the penthouse. Uh, we're the glue that binds that shit, and we're able to talk. Like regular people, you know, um, you know Susan uh, Huang, a multi-state operator. Uh, um, yeah, from Arizona and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know her. She's really cool. And, and what is she's she's yep. participating with? Uh, yeah, she the came. Event. <laughs> she came on uh, uh, Candid Boss Talks with us, and um, it was a good one. Yeah, and, shout and, uh, out to her and Danny from yes. uh, from Moon Rocks. They're yes. both a, a wild yep. Arizona. Yep. Arizona duo over in that area for sure, and I, and I and I, did, I couldn't put my finger on like where I knew her from before. We partied at MJ Biz hard, like uh, <laughs> like 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 two years ago, and it was like three quarters into the interview, and then we just started talking. I was like, that's where I remember you from, like, because she was like trying to be like all business like, like all like keep it up, and and, we, and on Candid Boss Talk we don't do that shit. We're usually like she's got killer dispensaries, yeah. Yeah. I, I I know, and she and she's fucking like like business minded. She, she's bo- she's like a bo- she's a definite boss. That's for sure. She <laughs> she dominates her area. Yes, and then she's yep. part of Women's Grow down there. Like real mm-hmm. strong, real strong. Always holding events, always having stuff going on, which is cool. And then she does that stuff with that other um, other can of mom that I know she she pairs. Uh, Parisa, Parisa yeah, Parisa yeah, Parisa Rad. Yeah, Parisa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Parisa yeah. Rad. Yeah, yeah. Those are all, those are all yeah. your peeps. All your peeps, uh, Tammy. <laughs> all the um, all, all the old uh, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the 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 former women grow uh, crew, and um, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, shout to women grow. Like like like, I don't hate nobody in the industry. Like I, I don't. They get a lot of hate from like people. Yeah, they get a lot of hate from people. For, like I don't even know why. Like um. Oh, I do know why, but but uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> keep real, hey, keep on. Drama, yeah. drama from the mamas. There's always, huh? there's always some drama from the mamas, and that's why we talking about Canada dads. Speaking of, speaking of Carlos, <coughs> we got um, we got uh, this weekend starting off. Um, I'm gonna share my screen too, so everybody at home can see, uh, and so we can put this on our on our version too. Um, I have another thing popping off, and that's with my homeboy, Jared. Uh, Jared is, uh, um, he used to be the director of sales for, um, you can see my incognito screen, one of what I was looking at last. (laughs) 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 No, um, yeah, Jared was the uh, director of sales for N2 Packaging back in the day. And um, he also... He ghost produces for some like really, really like dope musical acts. I can't say obviously because we're on, the, uh, you know, 
Record, record the anti the anti backs are always cool. I still like them. You know what I mean? It's a great way to seal bud and shit. I think there's... you got to do it quick though. Yeah, it, it goes bad quick. <laughs> Is that what? It, what's up? Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean it's, it's good and it holds it forever. But once you uh, uh, crack that least, you crack it up, crack it open. You have to smoke that shit quick because it turns pretty fast. Oh really? Just yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta smoke that shit like if you got an eighth, wow. you gotta smoke it in like two hours. That's just done. I think I think uh eventually though, when shit's in like seven eleven and things like that, it just seems like it's the most convenient way to, for shit to pop down oh, 100%. Like in, a, in a fucking tube or this, even better than a carton in a sense. You know what I mean? Oh hell yeah. But I think they'll have cartons and they'll have flour. Oh yeah. So so this is the this is the project me and Jared got going. So yeah, he was director of sales at N2 Packaging. And then he was with Falcon Brands. Those motherfuckers, like, like they were around, like, real, real quick. And then they um, just disappeared. And he was with uh, Falcon Brands for a minute. And then he ended up being, like, the uh, regional director for um, Kushko. And they just let him go. Like, like, like literally, they, they um, um, laid off, like, 30% of their people. And um, I'm like, yo, just focus on your music. He just got picked up. I'm not sure I'm allowed to say it yet. Um, so I'm gonna let him say it, but he just got picked up for um, somebody that you like, Los. I know that for a fact because he told me. Uh, but yeah, he's been ghost produ producing for like one of the biggest uh, um, labels ever. And if you saw him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll up to see Jared in a second on his shit. Um, he's just like a nerdy ass white dude. If you just saw him, like you wouldn't think like this dude. He um, craziest story ever. We gotta have him on Candid Boss. So we gotta have him in here and Coffee yep. Talk too. So. Um, he is his his grandfather is a cult leader in southern oregon right and his mom ended up having him and they escaped and she became like one of the biggest like pot growers like farmers in southern oregon he grew up on there taught himself to play every fucking instrument and then he just ended up getting somehow getting a job like writing for a um like the dupont registry wow Crazy fucking story. Yeah, he just looks like a, he just looks like a nerdy ass like like white yeah. dude. You'd never guess if you saw him in person. And uh, he can fucking sing his ass off. He's been producing for like some of the biggest hip hop uh, labels. Period. But you think it's somebody else, Carlos? You know that game. <laughs> yes, that's what it's that's what it yep. is about, right? So Los, I gotta give a shout out to Los because it's, it's, it's the big homies that held me down. Uh, we always show love, always, always, always show love to the mamas out there. But everybody else shows love to the mamas, too. And um, during the pandemic, we had the pandemic baby. Zora came out and... Um, pandemic baby. <laughs> she was, that's that's, that's so a strain. That's a new strain, so, man. I was a pandemic baby. <laughs> right, though. No, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy story. Like, Los is like one, of the, uh, one of the only homies that, that, that reached out, but... We didn't have our our, our our siblings. We didn't have our aunts. We didn't have our, our mothers. No, nothing could come visit us. Um, they said that the, the the mother can stay for five hours. Um, the father wasn't allowed to stay at all. Um, and there was a 40% chance that we were going to get a hospital bed at all. So this shit was crazy. We went through all this stuff. Los, wow. big homie, reached out, and then some of the most gangster-ass motherfuckers, like, they all reached out, and they were on some, <laughs> like, like straight up, like, like, yo, what you got to do is you get a diaper rash, motherfucker, and then you got to do it like this. And, and, like, and it just it dawned upon me, man, like, because Jared, he had his baby girl, like, three months before me, and I was like, yo, like, 
For real? Like, I had seven OGs, some of the most gangster motherfuckers you never even think of. They all came and checked on me on that shit. And, and nobody talks about the dads in this shit. Like, there are good dads. Like, every, a lot of people shit on, the, shit on like, 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 fathers and shit like that for no reason, but they always give love to the mom. And it's no, no, no disrespect at all to the moms in the game at all. Yeah. But, but the reality is, yeah. like, like, nobody really highlights that shit. So what I'm doing is I'm sending that to all my homies this week. Uh, um, three instructions. Um, um, take out your camera phone and, and just turn it on, like, say... What's your name? What you do in the biz? And the dopest part about being a dad. That's it. And I want to put out that shit on Sunday, like all my homies, all of my homies, homies, and just put out a bunch of positivity because we need that shit right now. For real. We really need that yeah, shit. Yeah, for real. And, for real, uh, for real. Yeah, and just like show love to all the dads, man. Oh, yeah. Andrew, you down with that, man? Oh, yeah. You down man. with that shit? I, I can do it. I'm, and, a, I'm it, a can it, of dad. Yeah, and you just got to send me a picture of you and the kids, and I'm going to make you like one of those <laughs> Yoda, dad, Yoda dad, uh, the dopest daddy. <laughs> send that shit out to everybody. <laughs> Spread love. Get everybody to smile a little bit. And as we go into Father's Day weekend, like that's what the vibe is, man. Um, and uh, right after Ebony. Uh, Carlos is gonna be in on that Ebony shit. So uh, why don't why don't we also though for those that don't know about it, obviously for the you know episode that we're airing right now, why don't you discuss what the event actually is? Because I know everybody keeps throwing around Ebony, Ebony. I was like, what the right. fuck are they talking about? Right. So so right. I'm gonna tell a little bit. Let Tammy and uh, um and 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 uh, um and Evan, Jose's not on with us, but and Tammy and Evan like tell a little bit too. Um, so Ebony Magazine came out to me right before 420. That's when I first hit you up. Yeah. Yeah. Right before 420, like last minute to, to help them get some cannabis programming. And, um, it just fell through. Um, they came back and I was like, yo, we should do something for Juneteenth because black and brown investors really need to get down with the cannabis industry. We don't have enough in there. And so they were with it. They called us about a month ago. We put everything together and it's popping off this weekend. So George Floyd happened that just lit it, it just threw gas on the fire with the whole thing that's going down because it really needs to be. Everybody's like focused on the racism. Nobody's really focused on the economics. We wouldn't, be, <laughs> we wouldn't have riots. We wouldn't have bad cops if we had a bunch of more black people with money to control that situation. Number one. Uh, number two, if we had more ownership in our communities, you, we wouldn't be burning down our, our own buildings, our own businesses. Uh, number three, uh, um, if you go back in time, like obviously you can't go back in time, like you can't erase Tulsa, you can't erase Rosewood, but um, black folks, like, like we have the greatest fucking uh, creativity. We have the greatest fucking ideas. And I just heard a stat yesterday that blew my mind. You know, the, the last peak uh, um, of uh, uh, black patents, 1899, the year 1899, that's when we had wow. the most black patents that's ridiculous yeah so we we got we got black business owners we have brown business owners we got to support that shit and um and right now it hasn't happened so like right now like everybody needs to stop like talking about like the racist stuff like don't stop talking about it but we need to stop focusing on that and focus on getting that money because this is a capitalist world at the end of the day and we got to control the, uh, the conversation and control the, to control the conversation. Only thing that matters is money worldwide. Nothing matters but money. And so if you have money, you have your own businesses, you grow and you create generational wealth, you can support your shit. And um, that's what I really want to promote with Ebony uh, for Juneteenth. It's about 
So Juneteenth, for everybody who doesn't know, is uh, it's the celebration, is the anniversary of, of actual freedom. Uh, the first uh, former slaves touched down in Texas and became free men and women. And um, so that's why the, the, the black community um, uh, nationwide celebrates that. And the crazy thing is under Donald Trump, um, it almost became a national holiday. And they might vote for it again this year. Um, but yeah, the, the Senate was all in, but the House wasn't in. And so now that the House is all Democrats, we might get that shit passed. It'll be a national holiday celebrating freedom of actual slaves. And uh, we're, we're focusing on financial freedom next weekend because the UN and the World Health Organization in December are voting to decriminalize cannabis worldwide. And um, people of color got less than 20% ownership in the global industry. Crazy. We have uh, uh, 87% of all of the incarceration is black and brown people, but we don't have any ownership. Uh, brown folks, Latin, a Latinx community, they got 10 point, it's like 10.7, something like that. Black folks, 4.3%. We got to change that shit. But I think there also is what comes into question, mm -hmm. the fact of not just being not picked, mm -hmm. but a lot of people feeling discouraged as a black person yeah. that they aren't even going to yep. get it. So why should I even apply? You have to break right. that. You have to break that mindset off the cuff anyway. I agree. The point is, is even if they were going to, you know, give a favoritism or this or some mm -hmm. kind of equality by balancing out and giving social equity, you know, a fair shot, there isn't that many people who are trying to have the balls to say, I'm going to fucking do it and be the one that wants to be the one to do that, you right. know? So I think the problem is that there's not enough people applying as well. I, I, I agree. And there's still plenty of money in the trap. And uh, <laughs> it's real talk. <laughs> And um, I think Dr. Knox, right? so we were on, uh, we we're doing all the interviews. We're doing like promo drops with all the, the speakers and shit. And uh, this morning we were with the Knox family. So uh, Jessica, Rachel, and Janice, Dr. J uh, Janice Knox are up in, uh, um, up in Oregon. And um, Portland. Yeah, yeah, the endocannabinoid system, like she had her own TED talk on that. And the uh, American Endocannabinoid Clinics. So it was a black family. People don't know about them. And the crazy thing, I was talking with them and Janice, the, the, the mother, and she was like, we haven't gotten called by any black investors. They have a bunch of white people like courting them, trying sure, to get their ideas, sure. but no black investors like speak, huh. speak with them. And they're crazy. They set up like the cannabis grand rounds. They're doing all this like crazy shit online and, and they're getting all this notoriety, but our people aren't even supporting that. And then today, Rachel, when we were doing the interview with her, she said it. I didn't even think about that. She said, social equity is awesome. The philosophy is awesome. Everything behind it is awesome. But we need to start talking about equity, not just social no. equity, equity. When you talk about social equity, equity, what we're doing is we're making, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we are like, like, like literally like down the line, everybody's going to have an asterisk when it comes to that shit, right? Like, yeah, you got in, but like, like, no, this is equity. This is real business. Like, Social equity is awesome, but, you know, we might have $10 million coming in and uh, $10 million spread a, a, a around with, uh, was it 800 licenses statewide, something like that? Was everybody get like 20, 20 grand? <laughs> like, that's some bullshit, man. Like, 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 get off of that shit. And I've been preaching, like, some different shit. I've been always uh, telling people, like, make friends with the big corporations and change them from within. Mm -hmm. 
Like, like straight up. Like I love social equity, but in California, it's not going to work. Um, there's no there's no affirmative action. Uh, it's a bad deal for both ends. So they try to play each other, and 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 and, and California acts like its own uh, um, uh, country municipality up. So you can't scale a fucking business without having to go every single place and like try to uh, learn what those laws are, right? On the legal right. side. Yeah, and, and so you need tens of millions of dollars in order to stay solvent, and that's what we're trying to do. There's a lot of black money out there. There's a lot of brown money out there, and uh, they see that Rome is burning and everything's crumbling around us. Like, come open your eyes to this cannabis opportunity. I see what's going on. Um, 57, uh, 15, 57 billion estimate by uh, 2025, and that's a conservative estimate. Um, once it goes legal, legal, you can add that to the total uh, uh, wellness industry, which is $4.5 trillion today. On a, uh, on a side stoner note, shout out to Portland, Oregon and Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donut, oh, bacon, the bacon <laughs> maple joints. Oh. Those are my favorite. Oh, my God. Voodoo, yeah. Oh. Ah, yeah. For all you stoners out there, mm-hmm. that is the place to be. You got to make Love a it. stop in there. So, so, that, so that's what the Ebony uh, situation is. It's a call to action to get black and brown investors, black and brown businesses, get involved with this so we can all start networking. Uh, the best thing about being in quarantine and everything, I got, I got cats from New York coming in, got cats from uh, Jamaica. Uh, they're going to be joining us. Uh, cats from uh, Canada, they're going to be joining us, um, all joining this conversation. We're talking about veterans, talk about lifestyle uh, talk about uh, the business side of it. We talk about activism, advocacy. Talk about uh, um, uh, we have the queer community coming out and speaking their piece. Um, everybody's involved in this shit, and we need to co-mingle. We need to come together and be like, yo, like, how can we do business? This is a great idea. So we don't have a bunch of, like, letdowns at Arcview anymore. Right? You, know, you, know the, you know, the interesting thing is cannabis blew up mm-hmm. all these years all these different conventions, right? Hundreds in a fucking year. Where do you go? Where do you travel? Indo Expo, this expo, right. MJ BizCon, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's been spending so much loot traveling and going and yep. networking and this and that. And beforehand, if you did some kind of digital event, who the fuck would even log in or look at the motherfucker, right? But Nobody. now, but now... <laughs> Now, this shit flipped, and everyone also is saving money because they're not cruising around all over the fucking place, but everyone's right. still trying to network. Right. And in a weird sense, it almost is going to bring everybody closer. 100, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And, 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 and we were doing all this. I had Carlos up, uh, I had Los up, and because we pulled out of the event last time when they had the one in April. And Lowe's was like, no doubt. Just let me know when you're ready. I hit him up with this. He's like, let's go. And then uh, the last one I didn't have Ready Media with me. They were like, let's go. Let's fucking do this. And then uh, we was like, something was missing. Something was missing. It's like, yo, Tammy, you want to partner with us? We brought Tammy, the motherfucking cannabis cutie on that motherfucker. And she's been fucking killing that shit. She brought Megatron into the mix. We got fucking Calvin Johnson down with us. He's only... He's only done one other cannabis uh, interview, anything publicly about cannabis, period, since he retired from NFL a couple of uns- 
he got screwed over. They should have they should have traded him just like they should have traded uh, uh, Barry Sanders. But I'm not going to get into that. Uh, this isn't about <laughs> NFL. This is about cannabis opportunities. Yeah, but Calvin Johnson down with us, Marvin. Uh, uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let like, like Tammy like, like tell it like it is. Uh, um, you've added so much value to the team in just a couple of days. Tell them what you fucking did. Tell them, like flex on these motherfuckers <laughs> right now, please. Okay, please, Tammy. so uh. Yeah, we got CJ on board, and then we also have Marvin Washington, who is a huge cannabis advocate on the NFL side and has yeah. been pushing for um, um, sensible policy in the NFL. Um, and he also sued the federal government, so he'll be a panelist. And then we have Mike James, who kind of catapulted into the um, main stage when he applied to use a temporary use exempt, which is a TUE in the NFL, um, mm-hmm. to use cannabis over opioids because he got hurt his... Um, early in his career, had an opioid addiction, kicked it, came back, and then did not want to go down that path again. Um, so that kind of highlighted him. And then we so, also So have hold on a, a quick question. Who played for the um, Seattle. Oh, excuse me? Yeah, so quick question. So I didn't realize that. So you're saying that someone in the NFL who really truly feels like taking Oxy or this or something that's opiate-based can now actually ask the NFL to give you some kind of like medical pass to play or to use marijuana? That's what they say. Well, he asked, and then his career ended, so it oh, didn't yeah. work. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I'm not a sports person, so that and for those that don't know, I I just wanted to ask, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Continue. Continue. Uh, if you were on the East Coast, no, Andrew, you would be a, you would be a sports to- person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like all, like all like so the, like the, the older Jewish player. guys, they all like my bad, my bad, my bad, Tammy. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm I have a little bit of a lag, so I can't uh, catch you. But uh, he was the first player to do that, and uh, the only player to step out during his career um, and do something like that. So it was quite bold. And then we also have Rob Sims, who is um, alum of the Seattle Seahawks, and then he played for the Detroit Lions with. Megatron uh, for six or seven seasons, and they are also business partners up in Michigan. So hopefully we'll get to hear a little bit about that. Um, and then finally we have um, Mike, Marvin, CJ, and Rob. Yeah, that's the four. Right. Yeah, we got. So here, here's a, here's a who's who of a, who we have uh, coming out. So we have uh, Eric Brooks, COO, Fourth Movement. Galen Williams, he's about to announce some shit. So he was the CEO of Takuna Olam. He's about to announce some shit. Like, did he announce it today? Did he say it? You want to go? You want to go? Are, are we allowed? Are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah, he did. Are you want to? You want to say it, Tammy? Because Tammy, you uh, you interviewed him today. Um, so he does want to announce that on Friday. So I don't oh, yeah. want to give that away. Don't okay. want to give it away. Yeah. Okay, I won't give it away yet. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Tatiana Grant, Cultivate My Solutions. Uh, so she was actually the uh, um, was she Braylon's assistant or was uh, she his, uh, like, yeah. P- yeah, yeah, she his assistant. So Braylon Edwards, I used to play ball with him when he was at Michigan. I was at Northwestern. Um, he had no tighties on us though. Hey, 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 just want to say that. Just, just want to say that. <laughs> Nothing. He was doing no backflips on us. Um, <laughs> Shewoon Adadeji. So he is the youngest, he's uh, a multi-state operator. Uh, in the game, African American. He's not black. He's African American. He's actually an African immigrant, and um, uh, he found out his story is so crazy. He found out that he was an, uh, an undocumented immigrant uh, when he just tried to get his first job when he graduated from high school. He had no idea. 
and and now he now he has four licenses in three states, and is only twenty six wow. years old. Crazy. Wow. So so he's out. He's coming out. Um, Kia Jackson, uh, she is the uh, the black experience in uh, in cannabis. Um, oh, actually, she I didn't pull her out of that one, but um, yeah, she was supposed to be the black experience in cannabis out in D.C. Uh, Miko Hester Perez, obviously uh, um, the uh, uh, the boss herself, the boss of bosses. Uh, she is like one of the most uh, uh, foremost experts in CBD autism uh, in the world, but she like plays behind the scenes. Uh, whenever there's like a deal going down with CBD, <laughs> like she's always there, like somewhere in the footnotes. Um, uh, obviously, the whole doctors Knox, the whole Knox family, they're coming out. Uh, uh, KJ Green from KJ Green Consultants. Uh, he's also um, is he still a professor at uh, at TJ? He he's not at TJ no more. He's uh, at U- USD down here in San Diego, but uh, he does still his consulting. Uh, he's also contracts. Uh, 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 attorney as well, entertainment lawyer as well. So I mean, he's been in the games for 20-plus years now. Yeah, he, so he's, like, fought some of the biggest battles with uh, in the music industry behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Like, he has some war stories with some of the cats that he's uh, um, um, gone to battle as a lawyer. Um, you know how that shit probably right. gets. Like, like, lawsuits, like, five lawsuits a day and shit. Um, got, <laughs> got Amber Norwood uh, from Weed the People. She's the homie, too. Um... We have to add the uh, pot, uh, pot brothers in law, right? Yeah, they might. Uh, so just talked with the, the rep tonight and stuff, and he's going to get back to us. But uh, tomorrow, confirmation, they're interested in coming on and actually doing on the legal panel. So okay. uh, I think we have Mark Washington that's going to come in and do it. Outstanding, outstanding. Um, who else? My computer's about to die. Uh, um, uh, Paul Jung, uh, Paul Jung from uh, Vita Global Brand. V- Global, yeah. yeah, I got it right that time. Yeah, Vita Vo- yeah. Global Brands. Um, um, uh, Ini Afia, he's the the head of science for CannaSafe. He has a crazy, crazy story, crazy uh, background too, but nobody knows about him um, yet. Uh, um, Tommy Johnson, my homeboy, my partner uh, from Originals Nation. Uh, we're changing the game. I'll come back to that at the end because I got a surprise with that. Felicia Carbajal, also the homie, Social Impact Center. Uh, Amber Center from up north, Breeze Distro, Supernova Women. Uh, Des Davis, the rich witch herself. She is a big uh, business coach. Uh, Leo Bridgewater, shout out to Leo, uh, the man uh, um, doing big things. He and Eric Gopel, both of them are uh, on our uh, veterans panel. Uh, they're the ones that got PTSD uh, um, pass for uh, cannabis passed in Congress. So, um, uh, yeah, so Leo Bridgewater and uh, Eric Gopel, they got the law passed so you don't lose your VA benefits if you are smoking cannabis. Um, so they don't have you hopped up on those fucking opioids anymore. Uh, Mariah Dodson, also a veteran uh, from Dust of Diamonds, one half of Dust of Diamonds. Ryan Matthews, my homeboy, I was talking about him before. Vanessa Macias, the only, obviously the other side of the Dust of Diamonds. They have a great CBD brand. They have THC stuff coming out too. Uh, Naomi Granger, uh, Vegas, dope CFO. Uh, uh, Tatiana Grant, I was just telling about her. Marv Washington, Mike James, Rob Sims, Calvin Johnson. Um, and then, oh, I'm not supposed to, find, you guys can't see that. It might be somebody coming in too. Uh, uh, my man, um, uh, what's his name? Carlos motherfucking do. You know who it is. Uh, Super Bad Inc. right here. Uh, uh, Chris Ball, Ball Family Farms. He was uh, one of the, uh, the the cats in Immature, uh, the, the group back in the day. And, and now he's a big uh, cultivator down here, too. I got him coming on there. Uh, Good Moms, Bad Choices. Shout out to Jess Hooper. So Jess Hooper, I'm coming to her, too. Uh, Chris Jackson. 
uh, board member C- NCIA also owns all these dispensaries in, in, in Detroit, the Sticky brand too. Allen Robinson, Wisconsin Normal. We got a Midwest repping over there. Uh, um, not supposed to see him yet too either. Uh, um, and then um, there's a good chance we might have Patrice Colors, founders of Black Lives Matter, uh, Virgil Grant. Everybody know Virgil, uh, California Cannabis. Uh, um, can't say the Greens yet because they're not uh, uh, they're not confirmed yet. Uh, but yeah, we got an all star motherfucking crew. Uh, Jess Hooper, the homie with us, uh, she works with my my homeboy. He might be working with us this Saturday too. Salvador Santana, Carlos Santana's son. Um, shout out to the Santanas. We're helping them develop some CBD brands too. They're doing some excellent shit. Um, people need to hear this shit. These are just my people. Like that—that's it. Like that. This is just like like a group of my people. There's so many more. Am I right, Tammy? Am I right, uh, Evan? There's so yes, many more. You're right. So it, much more. You have the biggest Rolodex. Right. It, it, ever, but, but it's ever. not about my Rolodex. It's about us, like collectively getting together and just being dope yeah. and doing dope shit with dope fucking weed. Dope. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And like I, you know, I want to I want to come back to a point um, from earlier about being like you know with the cannabis industry in general, getting everybody inclusive. Like, yes, in my opinion, for that, this is an industry because it is starting to be new that everyone kind of starts on a level playing field. You know, whether you're right. white, whether you're black, whether you're Asian, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, you know, it doesn't matter. This is a this is an industry that if you do your bearings and you do your work and everything like that, you know the sky's the limit in this industry and especially with decolonization coming up as well more you know dollars the fund to find out medical you know um uh, medical discoveries within you know the planet itself i mean it, cannabis in general it's going to be amazing you know all together in my opinion tell, tell him los los has been doing this shit los has been doing it and um tell us about the opportunity uh, uh, Carlos, the opportunity to participate in this shit. How do you view it as as, as a a boss of bosses? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way I view it is looking on everything and everything you guys are speaking about. You know, there's there's multiple opportunities in this business, and I think uh, us as blacks have have opportunity to take advantage of this because. Three years from now, the loophole will close. So, in order right. to, to do things in this business, you have to be in now, or you haven't already been in you know, a year ago. So right. I, I feel that um, the awareness is getting more and more every day. And we have, like, like we both talked about, and you guys talked about, we have to take advantage. If we don't take advantage, there's nobody's fault for us. So, we have to take advantage of opportunities like this. Yep, exactly. Like, what were you thinking when you first got in? What were your thoughts, like, before you got in? Like, um, because, I mean, like, people don't understand. People don't know who you are, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, well, motherfuckers well. don't know who, this, who, who he is. Like, we yeah. just, this, this fool has me sliding around Vegas, like, like all crazy. Like, like, <laughs> like what, one minute we're backstage uh, with, with, with some crazy, I'm not, I can't talk about everything that we did, uh, everywhere we went, but, like, Motherfuckers, there's a line around the the damn whole casino, and Carlos is like, "Yo, come here with me." <laughs> These motherfuckers, like everybody in Vegas, knows who this guy is. Yeah, we can do what the fuck we want. Like, no, I'm a high roller, whatever. We do what we want. <laughs> like, this fool rolls up on the valet like I ain't never seen nobody. Like, there's a whole line right there. He goes the wrong way and goes in there. It's like, yo, and they see this car. They're like, oh, yo, Mister, 
man, oh, oh shit, Mr. Do. <laughs> they like lay down the red carpet for this man right here. He does his thing. And, um, and people don't know because he's been behind the scenes uh, forever. And, and that's, we can talk about that. Like, like how like, like black um, uh, owners and, and, and bosses in the game are a lot less uh, uh, open to stepping out in the public, right? Like I, uh, overall, because there still is a stigma in the community, and then also you, you're more targeted uh, by people that, uh, because they hate on you, right? So that's we, true. We need to quit that hating shit and support. Like, like yo, like compete, support, and put other people on. Like, like how dope would it be? Pun. <laughs> like how dope would it be if we had like like everybody included in this shit? I you will know, say this. Everybody. I will say this. If it, if uh, if it wasn't for Reek, I probably would be somewhere in the background uh, watching certain things. But he told me, come to the forefront. You know, try to do as much as you can. Come to the forefront, and uh, let's let's change things together. So I agreed, and I, I think he I think he's a true boss in this business. I think everybody needs to know who he is, and everybody will eventually know who he is because he puts it down. Appreciate it. No, man, you like, now, Carlos is a mentor in the game. Um, he's taught me a lot. And uh, I, I just, uh, when we first met, it just clicked, you know? Like, I was like, man, it, it teach me. Like, you could tell, like, Carlos, because Carlos moves a lot like, like, uh, like a, a little older ver- version of me, right? Like, we're both very creative. We, lo- we both like to zag when everybody else is zigging. And, um, and when we first met, I was like, you could tell, you know, you, you feel somebody's like energy, like yo, like yo, teach me. Like, I, I, I'm young, I got energy. Um, I don't have like like the, the connects like everybody else does. Like, let me. What are you doing? How can I replicate this? And um, he's been a one there for me since since day one. And I'm always gonna be uh, keep it on it with him and always put him down with what I'm doing uh, as well. So when the super bad uh, brand was, uh, was 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 first popping right. and everything. And uh, I, I was back with my organization that I was rocking with at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, like, yeah, we, it's, 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 it's been, damn, it, damn near three years now. Three man. years. Shit. Three years. So you got to see everything I got to yeah. see, everything you've been doing. Yes, so. for real. Yeah. I never, like, took a, uh, 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 took a step back and just, like, looked at it, man. It has been a, it has been a while. And um, the industry's been through so, so much shit over the last uh, uh, four years. Um, that's when I left corporate world. Right, but I, I, but I, I think going forward, it. you need to t- you need to uh, have people more understand IPOs, yeah, and uh, stocks, stock yeah. options, things like that, because those are things that a lot of people are not aware of, but you actually do. No, so I appreciate you've been ahead of the game. I appreciate. It. I just I just need more of my people to come with me. That's why I do what I do. And um, when I was in finance. I've never had a more miserable 10 years of my life, ever. I sold out. I went from fucking selling weed and, on, and going on tour with Justin Timberlake uh, <laughs> to corporate finance. I never had a more miserable time to make some good money. Uh, um, I got out of that shit, got back in this weed shit, and that's been love ever since. Um, when I got in, I got a tumor removed because uh, I thought I was going to die, <laughs> and I quit just out of nowhere, I quit. I got in the game and it's been love since. I just spoke that universal language of respect. Um, I see so much potential 
uh, uh, everywhere I go. Like I, I work with uh, companies up in Canada, work with companies up in uh, Northern California, Oregon, uh, uh, Washington, uh, um, uh, Chicago now. Um, um, and I see all these people in individual places and I find so like, like this is a dope person here, this is a dope person here. Like why don't we all fucking come together and all build from that shit? Because everybody that's black, brown to a lesser extent, but it's still uh, brown folks too, but uh, everybody that's black, like we just kind of like stick to our own thing. We don't really branch out and help each other rise together. Um, but I can, if I can play like some part in, in helping that happen, I feel like that is my purpose in life. Like connecting motherfuckers to this motherfucker, let's, let's all get this money. I agree. Like, let's all get it. And, and, I agree, 100%. And I, yeah, and, and I feel like back when I was like, when I had the fucking tumor and everything, I just felt like I wasn't going to see another day. I thought it was going to be done. Uh, biopsy came back negative, and I'm like, I want to make every fucking relationship work for me. Even if I, if, if I have no use for this dude or this, or this, or this, this, this woman in my, um, uh, in my Rolodex, I'm like, yo, why am I not going to share this with somebody else, uh, um, share this contact with somebody else that I, I trust? Right, um, and so this is the this is the chance to do that. I've got so many like, dope people that I just know, and then uh, a couple people like 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 one of the dope people I know, uh, um, Tammy, and she has even more dope people she knows that she brings into the fold, and then um, we all fucking eat together, right? So so I think strategic partnerships are important. So I think that's one thing that we have that we definitely got to do. Yeah, and I, I I like the situation how you said you know you and Evan. That's mm-hmm. a strategic partnership. Right. I think that's important. Right. No, it really is. And, and, and shout to Evan and uh, KJ and uh, Jose because I met them uh, through Lisa Green. <laughs> and so uh, Lisa Green, uh, she is a um, social equity applicant. And um, um, she actually, um, I, should, I probably shouldn't say her, her, her personal job because I don't know if she wants to say it, say it or not, but she's in the ent- entertainment industry. And works for a large studio, a social equity applicant, and then she came through to Canada Gather, and was, uh, and we became friends. She came through Canada Gather, then she started coming to CBD Sundays, and then she, uh, um, and then uh, she started like, like connecting with people. She connected with these cats uh, because is KJ, is KJ her his cousin, her cousin or something like that. I, honestly, to tell you the truth, the story all together, I, I have no idea how the connection is. It was really. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it, yeah, it was literally one of those things where when we at our, cause, you know, my background being at, you know, out of law school, graduating law school. Yeah. Shout out to Thomas Jefferson School of Law down in San Diego, where I met Jose, my partner, and our other business partner, Jake Cipriano. So we, we, we started hosting panels for cannabis education. So we wanted to get into this area in this field and promote education more so on the legal side um, to provide that type of, you know, education, the masses out there, if, you know, you want to start something or just knowing your rights in general within the cannabis world. And one of our first projects was developing a, a legal panel that um, we were reaching out to and KJ was helping us develop. And one of the connections he put us in touch with was with Rico. So then me and Rico started conversing on email, setting things up here and there. And from there, uh, back in November, I believe, yeah, November 22nd was our event. And I drove the Tesla down. Ever since then, we've been rocking, rocking with. Yeah. Yeah. I was was like, these are some some cool-ass cats, like down in San Diego. And San Diego is like a cannabis networking, like a a scene is like eight years behind L.A., it's, yeah, yeah. These, these motherfuckers, 
these motherfuckers right there, they're they're going to develop that shit. They're gonna run that yeah. shit. And that's I, what's up. I went down there. I was like, holy shit! If, if I could, if I could uh, convince Jasmine to move down to San Diego, it's, it's, <laughs> San Diego's wide open. All right. Like, like San uh, Diego. It's a wide open market down here. Yeah, because it's it's it's, 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 it's uh, semi conservative uh, um, ex military. Um, yeah. And um, they're all open to cannabis, and they're all about that money. But there's like nobody like organizing shit like down there yet. Wow. So uh, yeah, so yeah, the, yeah so not, the, these not motherfuckers. Yeah, it's not organized out yet. Like projects, yes. you know, projects around here and stuff. It's it's really kind of, I shouldn't say easy to start things going around, but a lot of interest is sparked around in San Diego because there's not really a big scene for it. There are, you know, we have sleepy, we have beach towns, we have places by by the water and stuff like that that have hippies, like for instance, Ocean Beach. Ocean Beach is, um, you know, one of those hippie by the beach towns and stuff where everyone smokes weed down there and everything like that, and they have, you know, shops, but there's not too many dispensaries um, as far as dispersed all the way around. There's certain kind of localized areas um, where they're at, but also down here, certain counties don't allow, you know, uh, cannabis. So it's still not a wide open market and a wide open game for people just to pop up out of stuff. So you got to pick and choose your certain, you know, areas and niches uh, for it. But anytime something new pops up, you know, the, the population down here in San Diego is really receiving because it is something new in the cannabis industry. So it, it, I, for a little secret out there, it is a wide open game down here in San Diego. So. Okay. I'm only 45 minutes. I'm 45 minutes from LA and 45 from San Diego. Yeah, you're right in the middle. You're Not that bad. I travel up in between uh, here and LA all the time, so I'm 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 all the way down top north of LA all the way down here to southern you know southern San Diego down by the border of TJ so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have to have you guys come down when you're feeling it's not uh, too uh, corona risk to yourself you're welcome to cruise down we are considered an essential business so we've been open the whole time oh, anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to get the word out to the people for sure and, and also we yeah, talked about strategic partnerships uh, we just did a strategic partnership super bad Inc with Hayes Radio. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. Let, tell us about this deal. Tell us about the strategic partnership, please. Well, Mr. Do. It, it, well, if you look at it, uh, you know, the, the way we felt that during this whole pandemic and then all, you know, Black Lives Matter, um, Andrew called me. Uh, we both talked and we felt that you know, this is one way that we can strengthen the relationship between two parties, two different race, to be able to overcome a lot of this, these things that's going on. Powerful. So we decided to do a partnership. Yeah, and then we have, you know, our, our network as a radio network, you know, we have a very huge base, you know, of hundreds of thousands of listeners and... Uh, all ages, all groups. We play all different genres of music, you know, and things like that. Because stoners are of every single kind, yes. all over, all over the world. So yes. that's the one thing that yeah. can can unite, and I think is uniting. Can you imagine yep. you a, a Variety Media Hayes Radio partnership? Can you imagine that? Hey man, they, hey, that would be. Well, like, I'm, I'm telling you, my man, and, media, my, my man Andrew here Central, has the best. California. Only the best use this this studio. You're not far to pop down. You guys both said you're not too far, so you can always come back, come down. Like I said, and it's a live platform. 
And we definitely uh, yeah. want more ladies to uh, come and do shows on the network. We have a lot of guys doing shows, so yes. hey, yes. <laughs> come down. And, and, and we gotta get, we gotta get, <laughs> An, we gotta get Andrews. Ass, <laughs> we gotta get Andrews as and Carlos. <laughs> Carlos is a no-brainer, but uh, we gotta get Andrews as on uh, on Candid Boss Talk too. Because yeah. he has all the stories. Yeah, I got, all I, I, of I, the stories. I've been I've been in it for about twenty five years, so yeah. long time. As oh, I'm doing all. Tell Evan a little bit about your background. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Break it down I, a little bit, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, I won ten cannabis cups in, yeah. in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I was one of the first of the fifty trailblazers by High Times Magazine. Yes, oh, and dope. used to I've been cult wow. cultivating from the nineties. With Kyle Cushman, all those guys Kyle doing all kinds homie. of strains, yeah, and then uh, definitely had in my uh, in the early uh, late '90s, early 2000s, had my uh, fun times in Northern Cali with uh, Mr. Eddie Lepp, If everybody is very familiar oh. with, was one of the legendary guys, and and I was actually uh, Eddie was actually hanging out with me a couple days before he went home, and then it was the very next day that they raided the farm. And then took oh, down God. took down 40,000 40, plants, the largest wow. medical bust in history. You imagine? I mean, Eddie you had th Eddie had thousands. I mean, he had thousands of notes. Like he was covered up to like yeah, at wow. twenty, thirty thousand. And then he just said, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna do it across the street, right on the highway. Everybody could fucking see it. And he put like another twenty thousand <laughs> of them. And then the, the the killer was is that he did an eleven page spread in high times, and that was what fucked him. That oh, was what he, they did his giant spread, and I was like, dude, you too. That was just too much. I realized that at that moment, but high times shit was uh, gonna go down. High times was the, was the flex though. That was oh, the, yeah. that was no, the, yeah. the flex. Yeah. Like, like you yeah. you and and your crew. Are the are are the godfathers of modern cannabis? All those guys of modern became, of all the modern became shit. the Skittles, mm -hmm. this, all the exotic gen, strains and Crockett, shit. All those guys were on Eddie's farm. Yes. Every one of those were guys that were up there in those fucking area. Like, I was there when the grape ape first came out. One of my favorite, favorite, delicious of all time, you know, hashes that was made from the grape ape. And uh, what, what is your favorite strain that you ever uh, produced? One of mine all-time favorites, and this is going back like way back, back, was called the Shishka Berry, which was which was the Afghani crossed with blueberry crossed with the blueberry. Oh, double! It was just it was unbelievable, like a sweet, puffy, just smelly, pungent, just absolutely you know fruity, delicious, you know pretty pretty much weed and everything. Are you ever gonna reproduce it? I don't know. I mean, I took a break, you know, when I started having kids. Speaking of being the dad, you know, dads I changed, in the like, motherfucking house. Don't like, dads cha cha change the dads change the, from from doing all the you know that Dope and getting dads. more to the media. But uh, yeah, and then I launched. Uh, I helped launch a lot of celebrities, music celebrities and brands. You know, from Jimmy to uh, to Digital Underground to the Alcoholics. Uh, we did stuff with uh, Jack. Teach these we devils. Did, we did stuff with Nick and Nate Diaz, Anthrax, Motorhead, bunch of celebrity brands that I had a great honor to do stuff with, and now uh, repping uh, Peter Tosh, which is Peter you know, Tosh. 
Yeah, from uh, from the whalers and stuff. So <laughs> we're always we're always doing some cool uh, cool stuff. Did, we're doing do some stuff with the Far Side. We had them come down to the studio and uh, and then that uh, a few of the guys from still down. Wu Tang came through and stuff. You know, the different members at different times of all all cruised through here and uh, and definitely give, giving their love and talking some cool stories. That like it's pretty cool when you hear a lot of them at different times telling their perspectives and then talking about the same story. You know, it's great to hear the different versions that everybody has of like you know a same same night or same thing. Adam is a god. This this fool man like has, yeah. has, 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 has done it all. We wouldn't be here like doing. I wouldn't be smoking this dope ass uh, super bad uh, pre rolls that I just had. I wouldn't be smoking those if it wasn't for the the uh, the ground laid right. by this man right this man right here. Because you guys had you guys had the the, the, the the courage to go out there and experiment uh, with stuff that nobody else was experimenting yeah. with. Yeah, I spoke I spoke at all the shows and things like that. I worked with Cannabis Science, which was the very first one on the stock market. I was with a lot of different groups, you know, doing uh, you know various consulting or you know giving them licenses to put out these celebrity brands to help you know get their investors to want to put money in because then they had something that was recognizable that goes along with it you know all those things that we uh, we have in this industry that uh, you know help us in our different ways you know and definitely on the final note I uh, know we're wrapping up do you guys want to give any shout outs Friends, family, Instagram, anything of that nature before we uh, call it a call it a day. Tammy, you guys. Yeah, I can. Uh, why don't you uh, all give uh, a go ahead, Tammy? Me, um, yeah, I'll shout out my brother down in Oklahoma who has his own dispensary. Um, in five years, Oklahoma is going to be the new Humboldt, and I'm so proud of him. Um, good Karma Cannabis Company in more Oklahoma. And then um, if you'd like to follow anything that I'm talking about or you just want to learn, um, you can follow me on Instagram at the cannabis cutie. Please use the word the in front of it um, or you will not find me. All right, <laughs> next, next, next time. Myself, <laughs> myself uh, you want to find us on uh, Instagram, actually. Uh, candid with two N C A N N D I D underscore boss talk. You can find us on there. See uh, Rico interview some of the biggest names in the game uh, with that. And also, if you want to check us out at Brady Media, B I R I D I Media, uh, we're also on Instagram as well. Any type of media needs, um, that's what we do, and that's what we're here for, um, especially in the cannabis industry, trying to highlight those companies. Uh, highlight those businesses and services out there uh, to shine more light on them uh, to, like we said, make this more of an inclusive community uh, for everybody within the cannabis space. So, definitely. Thank you guys so much. And uh, all you guys check out Superbad Inc. and all their great strains hitting all over Southern California. Almost, what, 40, 40 dispensaries or something uh, like that? 50 dispensaries, man. Uh, oh, ho- yeah. Hopefully by the end of the month, we'll be in 100 dispensaries. Smoke it out. And oh. Yeah. Get some super bad ink when you get a chance. Thank you guys for checking out Coffee Pot, and uh, it was a pleasure to have all you guys on. Check us out on Hayes Radio Network. We get to check out all the different television, TV, talk show, live concerts, all different things that we play on the uh, on the network, and uh, you can download it on HayesRadioNetwork.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Much Appreciate love. y'all. And we'll see you on the next one. Yes, Appreciate sir. y'all. Thank you. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.